Warning, the following podcast is a horror show, and the creeps you are about to meet are actually monsters wearing people masks. Their horns, fangs, and claws are super scary and dangerous. This is your worst nightmare. This is Halloween, according to an idiot. Okay. Here we go. And we're back. Welcome, fellas. I am your host, Kaylee. Woohoo. Hey, it's me. And I'm your other host, Jeremy. This is the scary Halloween episode. What are you dressing up as, Jeremy? I'm going to dress up as a serial killer. Ooh, which one? Any? Any. They they look just like you and me. (laughs) It's true. But maybe like have your eyes open more. Or you can like you can hit on people a lot too. Like wow, um, that uh, skirt is a very good length on you. You look tender. Ooh yeah. I wonder what color you are on the inside. Ooh. Answer: blood. I wonder how those beautiful blue eyes taste. I mean, smell. <laughs> uh, but I will be dressing up as a Ravenclaw. If you're not aware what that is, that is from Harry Pooter. Harry Pooter. The guy who pooted one too many. Yep. I need to buy a razor. I got a Harry Pooter. <laughs> My first single Halloween in yep. six years. I have realized that I can't do the hookup thing. You know, as great as it sounds, I couldn't, I just, like, it sounds great, and then once it, like, comes time to it, and I'm like, I can't do this. I don't know what your favorite movie is. And then I feel weird. You're, like, anxious. Yeah, I get, like, anxious about it. Like, the few date rule, I think, is good. Like, three dates, and then I know somebody well enough to... Yeah, then the fourth date's anal. Yeah. You have gotten so many matches on, is it Tinder or Bumble? Both. Fuck you. (laughs) Her luck on those, it's so depressing. I... Don't really talk to many of them, though. Let me see what I'm currently at. I'm at 79. Oh, my God. And then on Bumble, I just went through and unmatched a ton of people on Bumble. Okay. So whatever you say, the number's going to be higher. I can't. Yeah. One, two, three, four. On the match queue, it has 25, whatever that means. And that's on Bumble? Bumble, yeah. I've matched, like, two people on Bumble. With Bumble, the girl has to talk first, which is a terrible idea. But it also kind of, like, relieves pressure off you, though, right? And then if she does no, talk it just, to you, it really it reduces hope because I'm just like, well, she's not going to respond. There, you know what I mean? It's right. like oh, I match. Like cool. Start, Guess I'll yeah. never see you again. Right. Yeah. That's exactly how it is for girls. I think. Yeah. I feel like the only way to really meet somebody is through just person to person. I guess so. Yeah. That's hard. But it's also not uncommon to meet somebody online. That's true. I feel like most people are just super boring to talk to. And I don't handle that very well. I like I. I'm, I'm so bad at. I can't handle small talk. But if anyone's listening right now that is like, on either side of, of like online dating, mm-hmm. just like give people something to work with. You know right. I mean? That's ask, it. Ask, ask questions. The thing I hate the most is if I give a decent sized like paragraph or something, or like, oh, these are my favorite shows, or this is what I like, and they're like, oh, that's awesome. Oh yeah, like what? Yeah, how am I gonna work with that? You know, I've had cases where it's like really, really boring small talk for a long time. So I go, "Hey, I did this," blah 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 blah. Yeah, and they go, "That's awesome." Yeah, mine. mine Wow, thanks, mom. (laughs) Put it up in the fridge. Mine is, um, I'm like recording my podcast right now, or Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm on my way to go record my podcast. You know, opening the door of like, what's your podcast about? It's just like, oh, that's interesting. It's like, it, it's, not, it's not like that insulting because like when you think about it, you don't know this person. So there's no reason for them to be invested. But like also like 
That's like, rude. Right. But it's also like you're on this app to meet people. Yeah. You would think if you had like some interest in them, you would want to know them as a person at, on some level. Yeah. I caked my face today. Can you tell? You well, kicked it? I caked it. Oh, caked it. Yeah, with makeup. Yeah. So good. Subtle. Subtle. Which is good because I didn't notice it. Is that good or bad? I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> or I didn't notice it. I mean, I, didn't, I mean, I assumed you were wearing makeup, but I didn't, you can't yeah. tell you're wearing makeup, which I think is a good sign. If you can't, oh, really? Okay. Have you ever seen someone you can tell they're wearing makeup? Yeah. There's, there's a line under their chin where the oh, flesh is different yeah, color. Yeah. Yeah. I always hated that. I was like, God, well, just blend right there. Just, <laughs> just blend, honey. Just blend okay, that. Right. That's all you need. You know who has had quite a bit of a transformation? Who? Justin Bieber. Have you seen him lately? Is he kind of like redneck looking now? Yeah, he seems like the kind of trash can that was like in high school who was like, hey guys, you want to like smoke weed outside? He's like the first person to freebase. Yeah. Also, he eats burritos weird. <laughs> Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, I've seen the photos. Well, how does he eat them? Like he, he, he must eat them like corn in the cob. Yeah, he eats them like corn in the cob. So like the normal way to eat a burrito is you eat one end yeah. and then to the other end. So you right. get an even distribution of all the ingredients. The way that he eats it is he bites from the middle, which doesn't make any sense. Once you get through the middle, then like the other two ends are going to like collapse in. Then you got two burritos. So you just doubled your burrito. Ah, uh, so, I yeah, mean. Yeah. He I'm, said, I'm going to eat through the middle and then I'll have two burritos. You double fist it and you just eat one at a time as you walk. Ooh. Are you a big fan of double fisting? I'm a huge fan of double fisting. <laughs> I don't do fist you, everything. Do you have any foods like that that you eat weird? We were just talking. Like, I don't put milk in my cereal. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't feel like that's super weird, It isn't. I do get, like, my friends always give me shit about it. Do also, well, so, One thing I do that's very strange. You put water in your Coke. I do water down my Coke a little that's bit. so Just, just a little bit. I used to do it a lot no. more when I was a kid. I used to do, like, half and half. Oh, that's so gross. One thing I do that's weird is when I do eat Pop-Tarts, I eat the crust first. <gasps> I do, too. That was going to be mine. <gasps> yeah. What I do is I get the chocolate fudge Pop-Tarts, and I toast them, mm-hmm. and then I eat oh, the- then cr- it's like a pastry. Yeah. Then I eat the crust first, and then I slide the two halves apart. I've done that before. Yeah. So I get two, two Pop-Tarts. And that's just like chocolate. Mm-hmm. So then I'll eat like those sides. It's so fucking good. That's the only way to eat a chocolate fudge pop tart. Don't at me. I like to go for like the OG pop tarts. If you get like the really really decadent pop tarts, you start to get into like diabetes territory where yeah. it's like double fudge Sunday. Oh god, my nose is so itchy. Just pick it. If you're an adult and you don't pick your nose, I don't believe you. I pick my nose all the time. I do too. In the car? Absolutely, yeah. I don't. I don't believe you if you don't do that. The other day I was very comforted. I was driving down. Uh, Hall Road, which you don't... Uh, don't give away our location. Uh, there was a guy next to me, kind of older gentleman in a suit, probably mm-hmm. very wealthy, driving like a really, really nice Mercedes. Mm-hmm. And I just watched him pick his nose at a stoplight and eat it. Oh! And I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm yeah. going to be all right. If this millionaire can eat his boogers, Oof. I can do whatever. I can find success. Yeah. I, I don't believe in eating them. I've never tried it. You've never uh, tried it? Oh no. my God. When I was a kid, I used to eat my boogers all the time. Really? And Ugh. once in a while, I'll just forget and I'll eat a booger. Ugh. They're too like moist. They're salty. I don't know. I don't know about that one. You can pick your friends and you can eat your nose, but you can't pick your friends. And eat your nose. You can eat your friends <laughs> and you can eat your nose, but you can't pick your nose and eat and pick your friends. I'll never forget that. When I was driving here not too long ago, there was like this little like ice cream shopper, donut shop or something on like the corner where I was turning and I had my windows down because I don't have air conditioning in my car and it was very hot outside. Okay. And this guy, we were like both stopped at the stoplight and he like rolls down his window and he's like, 
oh, don't worry about that. It'll cold get cold soon. And I was like, <laughs> thank you very much, sir. And he's like, you see that donut shop over there? I was like, I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh-huh. he's like, back in my day when I was your age, I used to watch all the ball games there. Yeah, I, I will never forget it. This one time the Red Sox were playing and they won. Is this all uh, at a red light? Is this all at a red light? This is all light? at a red light. And oh. I'm just, I'm doing that thing where I'm like, oh, ah. Uh, oh, yeah? That's, wow. That's oh, okay. That's great. And then the light turned green and I fucking booked it. In, in my line of work, one of the few real pluses is uh, meeting customers and hearing little bits of advice from every <laughs> customer. Like the other day, cleaning the man's house. And he goes... He you was, can pick your nose, but you can't. You can't pick you your. You can pick your eat friends, but you can't <laughs> eat your pick friends. And I said, "You're right, sir." So he asked me. Um, well, first, before just to preface this, uh, he, I was telling him about like where I went to high school or something. Old men always want to ask you where yeah, you went to high school and if you if you played sports or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I went to this high school. And he was like, Oh yeah. He goes, You play football? I was like, No, no, I'm not not a sports guy. And then he goes, I bet you can work an iPad. Oh my god. And I was like. Yep, you bet I can. Ugh. I was like, "What is that? Compli- <laughs> a, is that complicated?" He for this looks man? at you and he goes, "Not football, iPad." <laughs> yeah. The computer in his brain had two files: it was football or iPad. You seem like a bowling kind of sport guy. I can bowl. Can you? Like, I like my, to bowl. My dad has like trophies for bowling. Does he really? He's an excellent bowler. I love bowling. We should take old Randall out to bowling yeah, one day. He gets way too serious. It's not fun when he plays. Oh, really? <laughs> I like to drink when I bowl and then yeah. just kind of like just just toss it. So fun. You know what's weird is bowling's one of the few sports that you can't play at home. Yeah. But so back to the old man. Near the end of the job, he stopped me and he shook my head and said, you're a hard worker. He goes, remember this. You find yourself a girl, look at her mother. That's her in 20 years. I hope not. It's yeah. scary how we start getting old and like we turn into our yeah. parents. Well, some people look distinctly like one over the other. Yeah. I feel like there's never really a mix. Yeah. It's just like you look like one parent or the other. But I got a good science corner okay let's very uh, very informative let's do it science is cool and today we are cool boom boom so jeremy yep have you ever found yourself in the summertime looking around and all you see are bronze goddesses and gods and you're like why can't i get a tan like that Uh uh-huh or vice versa you are a bronze goddess and you're like what what are all these pale around yeah that's that's more like it it's lonely at the top Fear not, young ones, because scientists have found the best way to get a nice tan. To get a deeper tan, they say to not sunbathe every day, which is what some people do, and you shouldn't do that. Wait. So then so what should you do then? You should do it every 48 hours. So every other day is when you should suntan. Give your skin some time to heal. Exactly. So when you get UV radiation which is from the sun, mm-hmm. you get those UV rays. Your skin makes more melanin, which makes it darker. But they found that if you're exposed every day, uh, your melanin doesn't have time to uh, replenish, basically. So you're just damaging yourself for no real good reason. So you shouldn't do that. Well, it's a good thing that you're giving this advice as soon as summer has disappeared. Right. They did this study on mice or rats, one they of the two. They always do studies on rats. Right. And basically, they just had them, you know, contained, and they would just shoot UV rays <laughs> at them at variable times. Get them nice and brown. <laughs> right. And they found the the brownest rat, and we're like, this is the best. He is our king. And it was the one with the least amount of sun damage, too. But also, you should still wear sunscreen because uh, you will get skin cancer, and you will probably die from it if you do not. I wear sunscreen every day, even in the winter. Really? Yeah. Loser. 
I will not get skin cancer. <laughs> it runs in my family. Darker people don't necessarily have to work, worry about it as much because they have more melanin in their skin. What do you mean darker people? <laughs> people with darker complexions don't necessarily have to worry about it as much because they have a better barrier against UV radiation. Doesn't mean they're completely resistant against skin cancer, but people with lighter complexions definitely need to wear their sunscreen. Oh, I get burned so easy. Oh, yeah, and that's so bad. Like, it's disgusting. But now I can learn and I can be part of that top tier sexy brawn goddess. Or you can be like me and stay inside the entire summer and then just never get a tan at all. I want to introduce a new segment I call Time Machine. Don't know a goddamn thing about this shit. The idea of this segment is I look back at snippets of history and tell you the things that you don't want to know about back in the day. So today's time machine is going to look at syphilis, French sex zombies. Okay, so syphilis, also known as uh, Trypanoma pallidum, it enters the bloodstream and if untreated, it attacks the nervous system, heart, internal organs, and brain. So it it can really mess you up. It's what caused Al Capone's death. Was it really? He let it get to his brain. Yeah, syphilis really fucked people up. Because guys would just sleep with prostitutes and then like, right. oh, I got pus coming out of my dick. And then yeah. just didn't do anything and they went to their brain. Right, yeah. They like soaked it in water. Yeah. Hoped yeah, like, it would go away. That'll do it. Put some soap on it. <laughs> so um, until the arrival of penicillin in 1928 and then its eventual use for syphilis treatment in 1947, there was no cure for syphilis. So the first recorded outbreak of syphilis was between 1494 and 1495 in Naples, Italy. It occurred during a French invasion and it was spread uh, mostly through the brothels by the French soldiers. That's where it got coined the term the French disease. It didn't take long for it to spread at all. So pretty much how it went yeah, was... Yeah, it was quick. Yeah. And, Super and quick. Back then, like... Super sanic. And probably still today, but especially back then, people were like, no one was faithful. So let's say the French soldiers go to the prostitute, give them syphilis. Uh, an Italian man goes to the prostitute. He gets syphilis. He goes back, gives it to his wife. The wife gives it to the child through breastfeeding. Also, wet nurses would get syphilis and then yeah. breastfeed a child and give the child syphilis. Yeah. It's crazy. There's two theories really about where it came from there's the Colombian theory which says that syphilis was like a new world disease and was brought back from explorers such as columbus that's pretty much like yeah like all the worst diseases came from fucking columbus he gave the native americans smallpox and in return they gave him syphilis um i don't know if columbus had it but his crew certainly did and they brought it back and it spread Mm -hmm. very quickly because columbus's first voyages took place just three years before the first outbreak in naples so i mean but there's also the pre-columbian theory which says that um it existed for a long time before that but it was just always confused with leprosy yeah yeah leprosy is fucked too leprosy is fucked up yeah i have i'm so glad that's like gone mostly So pretty much regardless of wherever it came from, the bacterium really took to the low immunity of the European population. So it just spread across Europe. It was like so common to the point where like back in like revolutionary times, like when you think of powdered wigs. Yeah. A lot of times that was because they lost their hair to syphilis. You know, I just read, sorry to deviate a little bit. Totally good. But back in that time period of like Victorian England, the standard of beauty was pale skin, a little bit of sweat, so it looked dewy, red looking lips, you Mm -hmm. know, like Snow White kind of small figured, you know, skinny, whatever. It came about actually from people getting consumption or tuberculosis. Uh, It was like really big around then, and people who had tuberculosis would 
have a fever. They, they would pale be and sweaty pale. Yeah. and red lips from the blood. Yeah, anemic and then red lips. They saw people sick with tuberculosis and thought it looked beautiful. So people would purposely catch tuberculosis God. so that they would look like that and then they would die. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's go back to Italy for a second. When <laughs> Sorry. <it> <laughs> When uh, the syphilis outbreak was in full effect, you don't think of the Renaissance like this, but the Renaissance was surprisingly slutty. Brothels were huge and people were just sticking their their member in whatever they could find. The disease kind of leveled a lot of very powerful people, you know, because nobody was safe from it. And the disease even sort of served the Catholic Church. A steaming cup of canker-covered justice because um, even uh, like everyone from... Priests to altar boys would have syphilis. Mm-hmm. As the disease spread, it made itself known by what were called purple flowers, which were just lesions on your skin, mm-hmm. sometimes painless bumps that were just darkly colored. Yeah. They would call them purple flowers, which often appeared on the faces of priests, cardinals, and even the Pope. Huh. So everyone knew no one's celibate. No. So it kind of it did put a strain on, on the church and its mm-hmm. reputation, which is still around today, that strain. That's really interesting. First time people could point a finger and say, you know, follow your own, you know, Mm -hmm. rules. Yeah. The hypocrisy was very evident. Mm -hmm. Um, At its peak, syphilis was causing widespread agony and disfigurement. Apparently it was insanely painful. Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, if you think about it, they have like those big old cankers like on their dicks and stuff. And And that's like weeping and it's like pussy. uh, It would appear on other parts of your groin and and body and like people would lose their fingers to it. It was very much like leprosy where you just you would just start falling apart. Exactly. Yeah. Wild. You would see people walking around the street with like their faces falling off. Yeah. Like it was like really, I'm probably terrifying. Imagine being a kid and just walking through the city and seeing some dude in an alleyway with like his eyes gone. It's all because of fucking. All because we, we just for a few seconds of lust. Right, and that's all. That's that's God saying, "Hey, stop having sex." Yeah, or all I'm gonna make your eyes fall out. Yep. Historians can now like estimate that a fifth of the population had syphilis at, at one time or another. That's crazy. So one account uh, described it uh, to quote cause flesh to fall from a person's face and led to death within a few months. Additionally, the disease led to quote complete destruction of the lips others the nose, and even more so the genitals. People lost hands, feet, eyes, and noses to the outbreak. I just wanted to ruin everyone's day. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's kind of interesting is uh, doctor-patient confidentiality sort of has its roots in syphilis. People that could afford to pay for treatment also paid for silence. They'd be like, help me treat this illness, but don't let anybody know I have it. And so what's interesting is this is when you start seeing people treat it with mercury. Oh, mercury is like, it will kill you on its own. So they would like inject it. They would rub it on the skin. Looking back on it, it's hilarious because like the things they were doing without knowing it was so lethal, they would literally get people in a big room, start a little like bonfire and then just like throw mercury into the fire. (gasps) And they would have just people just like soak in the room with the mercury. No, yeah, that was that, one of the treatments. I, I remember this story, hearing about it in like lab safety and stuff. There is a scientist who was working with mercury. Most people don't because it's deadly. And she was wearing gloves and everything and a drop of it landed on her hand. Mm-hmm. Well, she like washed it off, you know, following lab procedures, whatever, and didn't really worry about it. And, you know, she was fine for a few weeks. And then she ended up in the hospital with organ failure and like all Oof. this crazy and she just died. From literally a drop of mercury landing on her hand. Yeah. And it like got through the glove through her circulation. I'm sure back then it wasn't as concentrated, but still. 
still fucking don't I'm, but don't uh, bathe again, in mercury again like there's obviously there's no proof this ever worked and also like they said people died within months mm-hmm. so regardless these treatments were leading to dead people mm-hmm. and they just thought well it's the disease it's not the mercury let's keep on rubbing this on your fucking right. chest like a vix vapor rub also like d- physicians back in that time period you didn't know anything it's like doctor um i have a stomach ache what can i do and they're like maybe you should eat a lamb's heart and they're like uh, okay I'm, thank yeah, you doctor yeah. here's my money do you know any elves kill an elf and eat their ears mm-hmm. okay i'll try that all right thank you there's also like a little quote a little common saying back then that goes, a night with Venus, a lifetime with Mercury. So yeah. like a night of pleasure and a lifetime of getting Mercury spread all over your body and injected into your testicles. And some doctors even sold chocolate drinks laced with Mercury so that men could treat their wives and family without them knowing. <gasps> That's terrible. Oh, no. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't like that. So uh, anyway, so uh, that's syphilis for you guys. And it's still around today. Millions get it a year, um, but it's treatable with antibiotics so if you think you might have syphilis go to a doctor don't don't lose your brain like al capone go see somebody about it please get that checked out please i don't want to lose a viewer yeah we have we, we only have so many of those these. but uh yeah so that'll i'll be that's in place of a spook squad this week cool so yeah if you guys uh... oh wait i just want to add something okay okay little remember i was talking about the man in black and i think two episodes ago mm-hmm. oh I, your aunt i found yeah. out that my aunt also has since she was a kid has had dreams about the man in black um, and so she, when she was a kid, she would have dreams that the man in black was outside of their townhouse, like waiting for her. And then in other dreams, he would like, she always knew that he was coming to get her. And oh, so a, she was like scared of him. Yeah, she was specifically scared of him. Damn. And um, in other dreams, he would come inside and he would force feed her candy. Oh, gross. He would shove candy down her throat. What? That's so weird that he shoves candy down her throat. That, that grossed me out, yeah. Have you seen him since? No. I haven't had any sleep paralysis since. Really? Yeah. I was having it for a while, but I haven't in like the last two weeks or so. Maybe we're like synced. Maybe. You know? So like when you see the Top Hat Man, I have sleep paralysis. Okay. We do have a viewer question this week. Megan says, every year for Halloween, I get the urge to dress really slutty. So what do you guys think is too sexy or too far for a Halloween costume? Okay, it's a good question. I feel like why why do women like dressing like that? Not that there's a problem with it, but I never understood that. I don't know. I feel like you just kind of get attention that way. Okay, and it makes you like for me, it makes me feel good. It just makes me feel like confident going around. It's like yeah, I'm this hot ball of six. Okay, I got you. Ooh, and like all the boys are turning their heads. See, sexy is so different for men and women. I feel like there is no real limit to the sex factor. Because everybody kind of goes like balls to the wall, like dressing yeah. slutty. Even dudes. For, yeah, built for guys that are built, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. It's like they can they can be like similar to how women can dress sexy. Yeah. But I, what what I think is so strange is that when you look at like a woman wants to like show as much of her butt as possible. Mm-hmm. Like female butts are sexy, male butts are goofy and stupid. If I walked around with like my ass crack showing, you'd be like, "What right. a doofus!" He has his butt showing. I think for guys. It's more about the confidence. So, I don't know. I guess the, the amount of sexy you want to dress, you have to kind of be aware of your own body, too. Oh, 100%, which is why I think more gets tricky because... Um, Part of me wants to be like, if it makes you feel good, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. But, but another part like, of me is like be socially aware of what you're stepping into. It, That's a yeah. huge part is like be, ve- be socially aware. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to go to a family party, 
Maybe don't wear like titty pasties. Yeah, or do. Or you know, grandma's grandma's not gonna be around a long time. Give her a show. Like women can wear shirts that completely expose their bellies. If a guy does that, it's like the funniest thing ever. So in terms of sexy costumes, I think acceptable. Like what are the things you always see? Cats. Yeah. You see witches. Bunnies, bunnies and, and yeah, stuff and stuff a lot like, of rodents. Like little red riding hoods. And... Um, I'd like to see like a pediatrician, maybe like a professor. I feel like police officers are common too. Yeah. It's like a female cop. <laughs> totally unbelievable. <laughs> Where's your gun? Yeah. <laughs> and I'd like to see some sexy presidents. There might not be any inappropriate subjects to make a costume of. Like inappropriate costumes based off like <laughs> movies and stuff. 12 Years a Slave. Oh, did you see the story where this guy dressed up as a Nazi and dressed his kids up as Nazis? And people were, like, threatening to kick his ass and, like, That's threatening so the kid. Stupid. When someone does that, ironically, it's that means they're so unaffected by racism that they're, like, yeah. willing to make costumes out of Nazis. Right. And his defense he's just, was... He's just tone deaf. His defense was that he likes to dress up as, like, historical figures every year. <laughs> and okay. He, well, then don't do the bad guys. You have to be somewhat socially aware in those situations where, you know, Nazis killed millions of people. I don't know. Like, don't go out in public. That's just rude to other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's rude. If you want to be stupid and dress up like a Nazi, do it in your home and then get back in your normal clothes. But I don't think it's right of other people to threaten, like, the kids and stuff either. (laughs) I'm going to beat the shit out of your kid. (laughs) You're a four-year-old kid. Your beautiful, blonde, Aryan child. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak because I haven't had anything like that, or and I don't you do, know anybody that was affected by that. And you do a lot of times wear Nazi uniforms. I do sometimes so you, do that. Yeah. You really so can't I, speak on this. I think right. I should take the floor here and say that, like, yeah, you can totally wear a Nazi uniform. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess, uh, Megan, to answer your question, just think of the uh, social situation and kind of gauge it from there and try not to offend anybody because, I don't know. No matter what, anyone can get offended by anything. Yeah. Just avoid, pretty much just avoid Nazis. Yeah, be a zombie or, yeah. I don't know, be a maid or yeah, just be a sexy you know police just, officer. Why don't you just be yourself? That's the most scary costume of all. <laughs> <laughs> what's a sexy costume that you, what's like one that just seems like it would be hard to make sexy? Women can make literally yeah, anything That's what hot. I'm saying. Like, is there something that they can't make sexy? What about a box? I don't know. If the legs are showing. Ooh, with heels, yeah. Yeah, that's like, for some reason, significantly hot. <laughs> uh, so to recap, Justin Bieber likes to eat food really weird, and so do we. Yay. If you want to get tan, wait 48 hours in, in between. Get that golden bronze. And if you want to get sick, have sex with an Italian prostitute in the 1500s. Ooh. Or have sex with a prostitute now. If you want to dress sexy for Halloween, just fucking do it. Who cares? Yeah, just... I have faith in you. Like, you are the sexiest person I know, okay? You can be as sexy as you please. Uh, you can email us at accordingtoanidiot at gmail.com. And you can also tweet us at idiotsaccord. And you can also comment on our Instagram called according to an idiot. Let us know how we're doing. Yeah. Say hi to us. Say hi to us. We'll I'm say, lonely. We'll, we'll say hi right back. Tinder is not doing well for me, so please say something. <laughs> I am so lonely. Please reach out. <laughs> have a happy and safe Halloween. Guys, be safe. Uh, be sexy. Uh, Goodbye. Bye.